Welcome to Walking in His Word, Detroit, coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. It's Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good day. It's a great day. I'm really excited for today. You got, your, you got your big youth Christmas party tonight. That's right. So I'm fired up. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. We got our our facility oh. in the last week has just exploded into just Christmas everywhere. It's so much fun. And I love it. It's so much fun. So I, I'm doing great today. I'm fired up. I'm excited about what God's doing in our teenagers mm-hmm. and what God's going to do tonight. So yeah, I'm having a great day. And Pastor Tim's got a great message called the Empower Church. That's right. And what Pastor Tim's trying to do here is convince every single one of us who can hear his voice, get get going. <laughs> yeah. You're full of power. Let's That's go. Right. The, yeah. yeah. You can reach your family. You can reach your workplace. You can you can reach the people around you. You can make an impact on the world around you. It, it reminds me of the story of of an awesome missionary who. Um, as a child growing up, as a teenager, yeah. re- rebellious as can be, um, and then ends up, unfortunately, getting tuberculosis. Yeah. And he was on his deathbed just as a teenager. And his mom would have all these prayer meetings at the house where the ladies would come over and pray for him. And even while they prayed for him, he would murmur under his breath, I don't like you guys. Like, yeah. He, he, he was hard-hearted towards the Lord, the things of the Lord, his mom, and all this Christian stuff. Uh, but he was dying of tuberculosis. Yeah. And he only had about 12 hours left to live, and the Lord showed up and gave him two options. Yeah. Showed him a coffin and showed him a Bible. And the Lord told him, if you choose to be my preacher, I'll heal you. Yeah. If you continue to reject me, here's your future. Yeah. Wow. So he chose, in that moment, he chose the Bible. That's amazing. And the Lord Incredible. healed him. The Lord healed him. Okay, well, he still had that mindset of like, oh, yeah. He he said he said he's he he. As the days went on, and he didn't die. Yeah, and he actually got better. Um, the doctor kind of cleared him to like get out of the bed, right, and go outside. And so he hadn't been outside in months, and he finally was outside, and he was walking around in the warm sunshine for the first time, and he heard the Lord say to him. When are you going to start preaching? Wow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, God, I just got out of bed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me some time to rest up. Yeah. And the Lord just reminding him, hey, listen, there's a call of God in your life. Yeah. I'm not going to let you forget about it. Wow, that's so good. And you can start preaching right now if you want to. That's so good. He'll never forget that. And just a few days later, he packed up all his stuff, left his home, and started preaching around the towns in the area. It's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. That's that's um, inspiring, but also we can do that too. Right. Come on. We're empowered. We're empowered. Let's do it. To go out there and make a difference in our world. Let's do it. Let's go to the message. 
And then we know in Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, that's 50 days after his crucifixion, the Bible says they were all assembled together in one place, and the Holy Spirit was poured out, and they began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. So they had to wait 10 more days. 10 is a number for testing in the Bible. You got the Ten Commandments. You got the tithe. They had to wait 10 more days. And so they're there in that upper room, and they're calling on the Lord, and they're praying, and they're seeking God for this power that's promised them. And then when the power of God came and they were filled with the Spirit and empowered by the Holy Spirit, Peter stepped forward with the others and said, This is that. And he proclaimed it publicly in the city of Jerusalem, and thousands came to Christ. Thousands came to Christ. The church needs peace, and the church needs power. I want to talk about power. How many here are part of my, I, you know, I, I signed up 100 people for my invite team. And this invite team, you know, you, you have the, uh, the mandate to invite at least one person to church every single week. You can invite more than that, but one person. How many is a part of my 100? And raise your hand. Wonderful. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I hope it's been a blessing to you. And uh, so at the end of the service, those of you that are part of the invite team, I'm going to invite you to come forward so that you might be empowered because we all need God's power to share our faith. Don't we? We all need God's power. So I'm going to invite you forward to come forward. Now, when I say forward, remember, there's an invisible wall right here. You know, if you were me and you came forward, this is what you do. You'd get up and you come. Well, you told me to come forward for empowerment, so I'm coming forward for empowerment. What do you got for me, Pastor? Well, I got nothing for you. You just go right down there. Anyway, I'm going to call you forward, and we're going to uh, just believe God to fill you with the Spirit and empower you with the Holy Ghost so that you can go forth and proclaim Witness, share your faith, get out of the, 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 the locked, fearful place, and move forward, right? Also, not just for them, but for any of you. If you say, man, Pastor Tim, I need some power. I always feel weak, or I always feel overcome, or I'm in a situation where it seems like it has the best of me. I need power, whatever, for fear, power to overcome sin, power, whatever. Well, when I ask you to come forward, you come forward as well, all right? Jesus says in Luke 24, 49, he says this, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So quickly here, he says, I send the promise of my Father. Send. Listen to what it says in Acts 2, 33. Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this, which you now see in here. So that's Acts 2.33. The this, which you now see in here, is what happened on the day of Pentecost. Peter is preaching this, and he says, Jesus is exalted at the right hand of God, and now, because he's in that place of prominence and preeminence and exaltation, he now has sent the Holy Spirit. So, every single person that gets empowered and filled with the Holy Spirit, that person is experiencing the exalted, glorified ministry of Jesus Christ. It's proof 
that he is at the right hand of the Father. It's proof and evident that he died and rose again and ascended and is now has all authority. Whenever you see God pouring out his spirit, it's Jesus pouring out the spirit of God by the position of the right hand of the Father. Somebody say amen to that. That's good news, isn't it? So he's going to send. He sends. In the upper room, he breathed on them, but here he sends it, and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and the Bible says, and you'll be endued. The word endued is like you're clothed, clothed, you're clothed with power, clothed with power. How awesome that is, right? Just power. I'm going to send the promise of my Father. Now, the Holy Spirit is the promise. The promise given, every promise is received how? By faith. Do you earn it or deserve it? No. The Holy Spirit is called the gift. Gifts are given freely by God. The only way you receive a gift from God is by reaching out with faith. Hands of faith, right? This is my promise. What do we do with promises? We believe. That's how we receive the promise of God. But he says, wait in the city of Jerusalem. Wait until you are endued with power. So once again, Jesus is emphasizing this, that they were commissioned to go forth, to preach the gospel, to be sent out. But he says, I gave you my peace, but I want you to wait till you get my power. Now, we don't have to wait any longer because the Holy Spirit's been outpoured. He told them to wait 10 more days for the fulfillment of that prophetic word, the day of Pentecost, right? But since he is now poured out, we can receive today, right now. You don't have to go home and wait 10 more days. Somebody say amen to that. Now, he says this, the city of Jerusalem. Wait in the city of Jerusalem. Why is that important? Because that's probably the last place they wanted to be. Most of these uh, disciples, the 11, were from the Galilee region up towards the Sea of Galilee, Capernaum, and Nazareth, and those cities up there. It was more peaceful. It was more pastoral or country. It was uh, less population. There was less persecution up there. Jerusalem was a place of political power. It was a place of religious power. It was a place of busyness, the hubbub of activity. It was a place where they'd put Jesus to death. It was a place of persecution and their enemies. It was a city that was the embodiment of all their fears. And he says, now I'm going to fill you with my spirit and empower me, empower you with me, my spirit, right there. Right there. Now, this says to me that God wants you to overcome where he has placed you. Pastor Tim is talking here, and he brings up something really interesting, Pastor Luke. He's talking about how Jesus told the disciples to wait in Jerusalem, which was the center of all of the persecution they had been facing. It was the center of political power in that region. It was the center of religious power in that region. It was the center of everything that they were trying to get away from. And he's saying, hey, wait here. Yeah. And I'm going to bring you power here. And I love that because it, it just shows that we can be in a situation and it feels like it's everything we're trying to get away from. 
it feels like, man, I wish I wasn't born into this family. Mm -hmm. I wish I didn't live in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I wish I didn't have to go to this job. I wish I didn't have to do blah, 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 fill in the blank, you know, whatever you want to put in there. And yet in that space, in that time, in that moment in your life, God can bring power. God can empower you in that family. God can empower you in that neighborhood. God can empower you in that job. All you have to do is, is, is receive his Holy Spirit is say, Lord, I want that power. And Jesus talked about this. I think it's in Matthew, uh, Matthew five, six or seven. It's in the Sermon on the Mount. And, and he says, if, if you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? It's a promise. Yeah. All you got to do is ask him. If you're like, man, I'm in a situation. This is not where I want to be. I need the power of God. Mm -hmm. Just ask him. Mm -hmm. And his Holy Spirit will begin to empower you. Jesus told his disciples, you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem. Oh, man. Oh. (laughs) Right? Yeah. eh, That's not really like Judea. Then Samaria? Samaria, major conflict with Samaria. Yeah. I don't want to go there either. Right. And then to the ends of the earth. Come well, that, that seems like a lot of work, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I, I would dare say to you that three out of the four places Jesus named seemed a little bit like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Ever thought about that? Yeah. Well, I, I really started thinking about it when Pastor Tim was yeah. preaching this message because he, he mentioned, you know, all these, these guys aren't even from Jerusalem. Yeah. That's not even their home. They're from Galilee and Capernaum. Like, Jesus was sending them out to go to the places that the flesh didn't want to go, but where his, the people that really need to hear the message the most. Come on. That's right. And that's where we're called to, folks, and that's where we're empowered to go to. That's right. It's been great to be with you today, Radio It's been family. great to be with you guys. We got church tonight, but this is our last Wednesday night of the entire month of December. We're going to take a break on Wednesday nights for the holidays. We'll be right back up in January. Yep. I think the second Wednesday in January is when we're back to yep. Wednesday night services. That's right. So this will be your final opportunity for the entire rest of the year. Yeah. Isn't that Ma- funny? Make the most of it. Yeah. Come, come on out. See you at church tonight, 7 o'clock. You can find out more information at cornerstonehighland.com. Mm. We'll be right back here tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Walking Walking in in His his Word. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. If you'd like more information on Cornerstone Church, such as service times or location, check out the website at cornerstonehighland.com or follow us on social media at cornerstonecc.com.